I'm Julie Turkowitz. I'm a reporter at the New York Times. I have been trying to understand changes in migration. So I traveled with photographer Federico Rios to the Darien Gap, this hot, mountainous, 70-mile stretch of jungle straddling the border of Colombia and Panama. We're hiking through a river, just like covered in mud. Many used to think that this route was impassable, but thousands have been risking their lives to pass through the Darien, almost all in the hopes of making it to the United States. We spent nine days hiking through the Gap and weeks building trust and relationships with migrants, with smugglers, with migration authorities to even be able to do this reporting. We interviewed hundreds of people who have made this journey to try and grasp what's making them go to these lengths to find a new life. New York Times journalists spend time in these places to help you understand what's really happening there. You can support this kind of journalism by subscribing to The New York Times. From The New York Times, I'm Michael Barbaro. Here's what you need to know today. So we are in a life or death situation. And if we don't act right now, we cannot preserve the lives, can't keep saving lives. And we will absolutely crush our current healthcare system and infrastructure. The governors of several states, including New Mexico, Oregon, and Washington, began reimposing restrictions on their citizens' movements as record numbers of infections threatened to overwhelm their hospitals. Now we're facing a third wave that is trending to be more dangerous than any we have seen before. New Mexico has issued a temporary stay-at-home order. Oregon is ordering a partial lockdown. And Washington state is ordering restaurants to stop serving customers indoors and banning all indoor social gatherings. Average daily cases in our state have doubled just in the last two weeks. It cannot go on like this. We have to get this under control or our medical system will soon be overwhelmed. And for the first time since the election, President Trump briefly acknowledged his loss to President-elect Joe Biden in a tweet on Sunday morning, declaring that, quote, he won, before walking that message back in a separate tweet. Nevertheless, more and more Republican leaders are breaking ranks with the president including the governor of Arkansas, Asa Hutchinson, and Trump's former national security advisor, John Bolton, who in an interview with ABC News, urged his party to stop indulging the president's false claims. I think it's very important for leaders of the Republican Party uh, to explain to our voters, who are not as stupid as the Democrats think, that, uh, in fact, Trump has lost the election and that his claims of election fraud uh, are baseless. That's it for today. I'm Michael Barbaro. See you tomorrow. This podcast is supported by the Freedom From Religion Foundation. 
I'm Ron Reagan, an unabashed atheist, and I'm alarmed by the intrusions of religion into our secular government. That's why I'm asking you to join the Freedom From Religion Foundation, the nation's largest and most effective organization of atheists and agnostics, working to keep state and church separate. Phone 1-800-335-4021, 1-800-335-4021, or visit the Freedom From Religion Foundation at FFRF.org. Ron Reagan, lifelong atheist, not afraid of burning in hell.